It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast. This is the Drive Brew Ha Ha with co-host Linda Harris. The Drive Brew Ha Ha is brought to you by the Russian River Brewing Company and the Victory House at Poppy Bank Epicenter. Our guest this week is Lester Koga. He's one of the co-founders of Bear Bottle Brewing of San Francisco. Their website, bearbottle.com. Herlinda. It's a B-A-R-E. Yep. Like bear it all, B-A-R-E bottle. I am so excited about SF Beer Week. I'm so excited that you made it up here all the way from San Francisco as well. We have Gail Williams to thank for that from uh, SF Beer Week. Any chance to leave the city, I, I jump on. So, Well, you are welcome anytime. <laughs> we would love to have you wow, again. Wow, you didn't like Fresno. You didn't like upstate <laughs> oh, no, 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 New no. York. I, I, I moved out of Fresno, but didn't say I didn't like Fresno. I love the valley. Yeah, But it's well, upstate New York you have a problem with. It's, it's the snow. It's the snow. snow. Yeah. It's pretty to look at. I don't want to do anything else with it. I, un- I understand. So, and, you have, and like you're raising a family here. Your yep. place uh, in uh, Bernal Heights, uh, the, the brewery down there, is very family-oriented yep. there. there was By like, design, yeah. Yeah. Now, well, now that I know you. Well, tell kids, us what yeah. that means, that yeah. it's very family-oriented. There was a lot of kids there when I went there. A lot, a lot of picnic benches, and I remember getting coffee there—really good coffee. Thank you. And there was like dogs and kids, and there was a food truck outside, and kids lining up for tacos or something. It was, yep. it, it was like a, it was like a party. It was, like, yep. yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and I think you know that's something that uh, when I used to my my previous job, I used to go to Germany and France a lot for work, mm-hmm. and one of the things I loved about Germany is the beer culture mm-hmm. and how beer culture is integrated into normal life and family life. So as soon as you finish, you know, with your with your day job, uh, your coworkers, friends, you all go out to a beer garden. And beer garden like I think in America gets lost in translation. We yeah. think about like beer hall. There are beer halls, but there's a whole separate thing which is a beer garden, which is basically a large public park. Um, with just different stalls of here's the beer stall and here's the hot dog stall and here is the the pretzel (laughs) stall. And it's really just this integrated kind of communal place where alcohol is never seen as any sort of a vice, which sometimes in America gets seen as a little bit of a vice. Um, But there it was just beer as part of life. And you're there after work with your coworkers, with your friends. You bring your kids. The kids meet up and they're running around and dogs running around. And that le- like left such a big impression on us that it was like, oh, like this is kind of the feel that we want to get in America. So that was one of the key things for us when we opened Bear Bottle in Bernal Heights, which was you walk in and you see that you're in the middle of a working brewery. There's no wall. There's no glass between you and all the brewing equipment. It is – you can see the steam. You can smell the smells. You can hear the clanks and the pumps. Um, but also we've got the video games and the shuffle boards and the food truck out front and – there's a lot of young families. There are a lot of people with dogs. Because we don't have a commercial kitchen inside the building, we're allowed to have dogs because the food truck handles that out front. So we have dogs and we have kids and we have families. And to us, like it's a whole different kind of vibrancy of life when you have that. But it's also this evolution of, I think, drinking a little bit uh, in, in the beer culture, at least in Northern California, or if not California or the U.S. in general, is – it's not just you go to a bar with your friends anymore. It's like, no, you want to take your kids, you want to take your dog, uh, and just integrate that whole experience into the rest of your life. 
do the kids ever try to go and touch the equipment? That was the first thing I thought about there because there wasn't, you know. You know, it's interesting. I think, like, the kids generally are better behaved than the dogs are. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dogs. That, uh, don't be off, knocking the dogs. The parents We love yeah. dogs, but what happens is we have a brew cat. We had several cats oh, in the yeah. past. Oh, good. We like that. And, uh, and dogs don't expect to see a cat, you know, in the building, and they just run after the cat. And uh, that causes problems. A quick so. swat across the nose will always <laughs> solve that problem. How'd you end up in Santa Clara? Uh, so Santa Clara was interesting because in San Francisco, uh, we thought, hey, like this is going well. We want to open up another tap room somewhere else. Um, and we were looking at the data, and that's – you know, it's it's interesting because I think like as in sports, as in brewing, data becomes like more and more of a critical component of how we run the business. And I think in the end, you know, we are running a business. Um, as much as we love beer and making and selling it, it's like okay, like we want to make sure that we're providing the product, we're delivering the product appropriately. We have, you know, we have employees that we're able to take care of throughout COVID. Um, and we looked at all the data of where our beer was selling. We looked at all the data of where people are coming from in terms of buying our beer from the tap room to goes, and it really over-indexed to the South Bay. And yeah. so I said, okay, like we want to look down in the South Bay, Santa Clara, San Jose, somewhere around there. And really just looking around to see like what fit kind of where we wanted to be, as well as kind of where we saw like a really good future growth opportunity. And to us, it was Santa Clara. And uh, you were talking. We were talking as we were walking in about uh, you were on a sports channel yesterday. So are, is, are you KMBR? guys born? Yeah, you're yeah. born a lot in different sports stuff. I'm wearing my Warriors shirt right now, <laughs> which the drive actually we get a lot of preamps for uh, Warriors shows. Yep. So I'm a huge fan of uh, Tolbert and Copes that radio that radio Creek program. Yeah, I listen to them all. Uh, 95.7 The Game is also great, but. We go on KMBR about two or three times a year, and Tommy Tolbert's a huge beer fan, so we just sit down and drink beers and, and talk sports. But yesterday, I think we had a 10-minute conversation about seven-layer dip you know, for the Super Bowl, <laughs> so things get sideways really quickly. But, um, yeah, it, it's always fun talking beer, and it, to me it's always amazing that – there are radio stations in the Bay Area that just talk beer, uh, and I think that's just a testament to kind of how deep beer and craft beer is in in this uh, kind of ethos and region. Yeah, absolutely. So are you guys doing anything special for? We, we'd be re, you know amiss to remiss to not talk about Valentine's Day, which is next Tuesday. So uh, anything special going on for that? I know what I like for Valentine's. I like a good dark beer, like a good stout or porter, and some chocolate for Valentine's. Uh, that's like a that's like a shameless plug for what we're doing for, for Valentine's then. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> um, every, every year for Valentine's, we release uh, our collab with a local chocolatier in San Francisco oh. called Sokola. Um, and we do a truffle and beer pairing, chocolate truffle and beer pairing, not the not the mushroom truffle. That'd be weird. Um, Ooh, but like what too. they do at Sokola, like Wendy's great, and she will take our beer from that beer, you know, from that batch, and she will then integrate it into a truffle. So there's one truffle that matches the beer, but the rest of the truffles, like in the box, then just kind of match the different flavor profiles of what we do. So um, it integrates the coffee that we do um, for like a Vietnamese kind of chocolate truffle, and then the beer. Um, 
I didn't bring that one, but uh, I brought the next best thing, which is a a Ghost Town collab uh, West Coast IPA. Ooh, this is the Ghost Town one. Yep. Okay, I haven't been over to Ghost Town yet, but I'm like dying you to get them to. on the they show. You need to. They are one of the the best breweries in in the Bay Area region. Everybody keeps talking about them. Okay, Keller. All right. Well, so what else is like? What so were some of your influences also with uh, you know, with your beers? What what do you like to drink? Yeah, for me. Um, well, you were in Germany, so, so what, do you, yep. what European stuff do you like to drink? Oh, I mean, there's only there's only one style you drink in Germany. That's uh, that's traditional lagers and pilsners, yeah. and that to me is is my favorite style. Has been kind of all along, and good what for I always you. go back <laughs> to. And you know, it's, I love a good Hellas. That's that is my favorite style of beer is the Hellas, and I've like been on this little little quest. Uh, to try to like make the truest Hellas that Ooh. that we can uh, in San Francisco. So, what's fun is um, my favorite maltster kind of in the world is this German maltster called Weirman. And Weirman oh, yeah. is uh, Sabina. Yeah, they're, they're Sabina Weirman. Uh, they are so they're such a great family, and they will come and visit the brewery, and we will we'll sit down, talk beers, and. Uh, I think I gave them the the Hellas one time, and I used the Augustiner yeast strain, which is my favorite yeast strain. And she's like, "Oh, I didn't know you like uh, like Augustiner beers. Like, you know, I will give you some some tips on how to make that beer." And so she wow. she gave me some tips on how to make it, and uh, that's uh, that's sitting in the tank right now. But a little me, bit of sulfury bit. It's to the that Augustiner sulfur, sulfury bit, but it's also like to me, it's I like it. I love the taste of Pilsner malt. To me, like that is my favorite flavor in all of beer. Hops, otherwise, like it is the flavor of Pilsner malt, and Augustiner yeast does a really good job of accentuating Pilsner malt mm-hmm. in my mind. Gives you some residual body uh, and flavor, and it just to me like just that nice, light, crisp, but still like full-bodied Pilsner malty. Like to me, that's the beer that you drink on on a Sunday or a Monday. I think Harry and I would drink a good Pilsner every day. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I like the that jasmine that jasmine tea kind of mm. a little bit of aroma to a great Pilsner. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What is uh, the beer that Herlinda is tasting right now that I'm not because the can hasn't been sent down my <laughs> way? I saw it open, so I just grabbed it. But uh, it's so delicious. this is the uh, this is the Ghost Town collaboration. We always do. At least one to two beers with Ghost Town uh, every single year. Just good friends of ours. Uh, we respect the heck out of them in terms of brewers and styles. Uh, and this is a West Coast IPA. We just canned this one yesterday. We've got a couple more beers that we just canned today that uh, that I brought. But I think what Ghost Town does so well is they really nail bitterness. Mm. And no matter what beer you drink from them, and they you know predominantly do like West Coast style beers, so they're hopping. And their hoppiness is great, but to me, it's like it's the bitterness that really like accentuates how good they are. All right, we're wrapping up this week's edition of the Drive Brew Ha Ha. Our guest today has been Lester Koga, co-founder of the Bear Bottle Brewing Company of San Francisco. The Drive Brew Ha Ha is brought to you by the Russian River Brewery and the Victory House at Poppy Bank Epicenter. Bear Bottle Brewing has three locations that you can visit: two in San Francisco, one in Bernal Heights on Cortland Avenue, one in the San Francisco Salesforce Park on Mission Street, and they also have a location in Santa Clara on Augustine Drive. Uh, Lester, what's the future hold for Bear Bottle Brewing? Oh, that's a, that's a great question. That's a, <laughs> the existential question of where do we go? Um, so the one thing that we are doing more of is opening more tap rooms. So the Salesforce Tower we just opened in, uh, in December of last year. 
and so just uh, just about a little over a month old now. We have another tap room opening in Menlo Park, um, and mm. part of the whole new kind of spring line development right off El Camino. Um, and for us, we like the idea of, of tap rooms because instead of just having one or two bare bottle beers on the board like you would at a restaurant or, or a bar is you're able to kind of show the breadth of what you can do. And I think that's one of the things that we always pride ourselves in is the quality of the breadth that we do, mm-hmm. you know. Like just in front of us, we've got, you know, a fresh jalapeno lager. We've got a coffee lager you with, brought the, a lot with of the coffee Thank that you we so roast. Much. We've got, you know, New Zealand rice lager, German Pilsner, West Coast, hazy, IPA, hazy pale. We want people to kind of experience that. Um, I think maybe it's just the this I don't know it's this maybe it's a little bit of ego of just saying hey we, we do a lot of good beers so we, we we'll like try your them. ego we'll stroke your ego <laughs> any day this is quite a selection and some great beers this is really great but I also we were just talking about wine a minute ago that you're sure. like a big oh, wine yeah. lover but really and I I'm, no Harry and I love wine too but. I think beer goes better with food. I mean, I may not be allowed into any of my friends' wineries again, <laughs> but it does take a lot of beer to get, make good wine, too. But so, like, beer and food. And then you said you like to come up here wine tasting Yeah, also. come up wine tasting all the time. We're also, we were the first um, fully bonded, co-located winery and brewery in California. That's right, you make wine. We make wine, yeah. Under what label? Under the bare bottle label. Ah, what kind of wines are you making? Uh, so kind of the same way we do we do our beers. Um, like in twenty, like my twenty twenty two vintage, uh, we've got a sparkling pet nat uh, blanc de noir from Anderson Valley. We got Anderson Valley Pinot Noir. We got Anderson Valley Chardonnay, and then I. I think like being in the Bay Area, and no offense to all the Bay Area people here, but we kind of get stuck in this vacuum that Napa Sonoma is the best wine in California, and there there is no other. Um, there is another. Uh, I wouldn't say it's Paso, but it is the San Luis Obispo kind of oh, Santa yeah. Barbara region, and their stuff down there is so, so good. So mm-hmm. once I started going down there and tasting the wine, then I said, hey, I need to, I need to try some more of these grapes. So I moved a lot of our tonnage so we do about 14 tons of grapes a season uh down to santa barbara county so we did some cool climate syrah from ballard canyon um you cannot find these really nice aromatic spanish and italian whites up here that much Uh, albarino and uh vermentino so i Mm -hmm. did uh two of those from buellton and then i'll go and pick some uh, Barbera from Amador County because I think Barbera is just the best pizza wine. Well, I'm going to do some cross promotion here and let you know that we do a segment every Wednesday called California Wine Country. Yeah, there you go. And we feature wines from not only throughout the state but other regions in the country. So I would be very interested in having you join us on California Wine Country to discuss your wine list. Let's do that. We get really uh, drunk a lot faster. But this that. is the dry brew. <laughs> we talk beer here. Did we hit the third beer we originally intended to taste? Uh, the Pilsner? Coffee? The coffee. We did that the one. We did the, we did the coffee amber. Let's, let's do the uh, German the, Pilsner. We got the jalapeno lager. We got the German Pilsner floating around somewhere. Oh, yeah. Harry and I are all over that. Well, let's crack see. something because I need a beer. Yeah. Well, Raj Parr is doing the Saint Santa Rita uh, wines. but He's my favorite wine author. Isn't he amazing? He's but, great. But he loves beer also. So I think it just it's just good 
you know, all the way around. We are very lucky to be out here. So no wonder, you, well, no wonder you came back from the from the snow. As so well. tell us about the beer that I'm pouring now, which is beautifully clear. So that is Full House, and that's great that it's fully clear. Does it have um, the Full House? We, house we on love. It? Yeah, it's got the Full House kind of off Alamo Square Park. The painted um, ladies, and it's. We don't. We had a uh, we had a filter at the brewery when we first started, and we ended up feeling like the filter. And we were probably using it completely wrong. So so filter companies, it's not your fault. It was ours. Um, but we just felt like we weren't getting enough. Just like we were, we felt like we were losing more than we were gaining by filtration. So you know, this is all this is all tank time, um, and this is this is clear. It's it's the antithesis Explain, of the hazy uh, IPAs. Beer, we're going to be your geek there. It's, it's sure. all tank time, so like tank, so just more time, literally lagering, and lagering is just sitting in tanks cold to clarify the yeast okay. settles out in the bottom. Instead of um, all this, like hazies are great, yep. But like Mark Carpenter from Anchor has said, it, he spent his whole career making beer clear, beautifully <laughs> clear, and this is beautifully clear as Karen Thank said you. a minute ago. And tasty. Thank you. Mm. Tell us more about it. Yeah, so this is a really good this is a really good example of Pilsner malt. You know, to us this is the this is the purity of what Pilsner malt is. Um, we also play around a lot with the different lager yeast strains. So that's also something that we're really encouraged by is there's a lot of innovation happening around uh, just different genetic strains of lager yeast. So when you think about ales the White Lab 001, the Chico Ale strain, which has been so predominant for decades, um, some of the, the big innovation in beer has happened around yeast strains and moving off that yeast strain and diversifying yeast strains. And we're seeing that same trend happen finally around lagers. You know, so be able to get the Weinstefaner yeast strain, get the, which is 3470, which is the Chico Ale equivalent, but also getting... Augustine and everything else. We're so glad you came all the way up from San Francisco to join us. I mean, would you please come back in all different ways? Coffee, <laughs> beer, wine. Absolutely. I can be here morning, afternoon, and we'll and take night. You we'll out try during. to schedule them all on the same day and make it easy <laughs> on you. We can do that. We've been talking to Lester Koga, the co-founder of Bear Bottle Brewing in San Francisco. All the information you need to about, know about them can be found on their website, where their locations are in San Francisco and Santa Clara, their beers, their hours. Go to bearbottle.com, B-A-R-E, bottle.com. Lester, thank you so much for joining us on The Drive Brouhaha. My pleasure. We'll have more beer next time. And sfbeerweek.org to see all the party stuff going on all over the place, dinners, everything. And look early because tickets for dinners and things sell out.